The key is, what's your number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Clever. <laughs> Welcome to the MIB podcast, where we help you chase your dreams side by side. And now, your hosts, Mike and Talia Osborne. Hey, 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 what's going on? Hey, everybody. This is Mike. And Talia. You're listening to the MIB Podcast. Married and in business. We hope everybody's having a fantastic weekend. Uh, this episode will come out tomorrow, which will be Monday. Yay! Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> which is, I think it's supposed to be Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I don't know what that is, so. You don't know what that is? No. It's like the old Haynes commercial with like the biggest sale ever oh, that they have every, every week. Every week. <laughs> every week they bought way too many mattresses. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, what did we do this weekend? Um, we laid low. I don't think we did anything. We checked out a new church. Yeah, did check out a new church today. Looks promising, guys. Looks so cross your fingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> church number 88. Um, um, what else? I think that's really it. Did, yeah, we, do, we, did we do anything yesterday? No. Kind of slept in. We went lounged. Yard, we, we went yard sailing. Yeah, just around our neighborhood. And looked at a couple open houses for fun. That's it. Yeah, we found some cool stuff, though. Yep, found some Disney um what they called uh ornaments right yep disney ornaments we also found a winnie the pooh plush uh it was like the 80th year anniversary um he's hanging out right next to us yep got him for a dollar i think he sells for like what 20 bucks or something something like that so pretty sweet sold a lot of stuff on ebay always um and um sold a decent amount of stuff on amazon sadly we hit this a uh a, I guess you, what do you call it? A bump in the road or a wall in Amazon where we sold too much stuff too quick and <laughs> we didn't expect it. And now we're like, wow, our sales have been kind of junky the last couple of days. And that's, it's pretty obvious when you have like one page of stuff. Not even a full page. Yeah. It's really, really sad. I mean, it's good. <laughs> that means we're buying the right things and they're selling very quickly. Yeah. We're getting our money back quickly. So that's good. Yeah. But in the meantime, we need to go buy some stuff to get it on there so we can start selling some more. Yeah, so me and Tally were on Facebook Marketplace tonight just looking around trying to find inventory that we can go flip really quick. I got a bunch of stuff too that I need to uh, probably reinvest for eBay and just keep that going too. Whole point of it, we're trying to get, uh, it's, it's somewhat of a quote unquote new account and uh, we have to get it, the listings uh, up and selling. That way hopefully they give us more listings, yep. right? They keep increasing our amount of items we could list. That way during Christmas, I mean, to give you an idea, we uh, last year, or several years here in a row, we've sold several thousands Id- uh, items a month on, during Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. During the holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll sell 3,000 to 4,000 items a month. I think our best day was almost $5,000 in sales, uh, maybe like 43, so I don't want to exaggerate too much. But yeah, I'd like to have 4,000 openings, right? Yeah, <laughs> For oh, eBay. Yeah. Right now, I think I got like 400 and something. Last month, I had 250, and I literally sold 190 items. So. Yeah, so we're working on it. We're gonna, we're gonna get there. There, they will increase us because we just keep on selling stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, do our little house cleaning. Which is, guys, check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/mibpodcast, and send us your success stories. We actually had a request for someone to be on the show, but they're politicians, so I'm not sure that's gonna <laughs> happen. <Yeah. laughs> uh, info at the mibpodcast.com. We'd love to have. You, a business owner, on our show. Yeah, we're definitely, um, we told you last week a little update. We are going to drop down to two episodes a week. One teaching episode, one uh, reseller bonus episode to show you 
what we're selling and pull the curtains back and do that, do all that. And we've done almost, I think the next one will probably be like what? Number 20. Uh, pretty close. Today's episode is what? Number 56. Yeah. So, so yeah, 20. the next one will be. Yeah. 20. Yep. 20, 20, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. So 20 weeks in a row, more or less, we've pulled back the curtains and showed you everything we're selling. And, um, yeah, we're going to do an eBay episode this week. You want to do eBay? Yeah, because yeah. we haven't talked about eBay at all. So. We sold a lot of stuff on there. So, yeah, fourth quarter. It's named fourth quarter, and I'm still selling a bunch of stuff through eBay. Well, it is fourth quarter, but not yeah, really. And, uh, yeah, not quite. All right. So, today's episode is married and... Know your numbers, right? What's your number? Oh, what's your number? <laughs> episode 57. Here's my number. So, call me, maybe. <laughs> episode 57 yeah uh what married and what's your number and uh that's just that's the truth the key is what's your number yeah you gotta know your business and yourself right yeah so yeah like i said the key is what's your number eight six seven five three oh nine yeah clever (laughs) (laughs) it's a little late here um what are we talking about when we mean that right So we're talking about understanding what you need in order to hit certain goals, in order to, you know, we're just going to ask you a bunch of questions. So really take the time, consider these questions, figure out your number for all these different scenarios. And once you figure out your number, it will help you hit your goals quicker because you know where you're going, right? And we're going to give you a whole bunch of different ideas. We're going to, we have a few written down, but we're going to probably just spit off the top of the head, different ideas of ways this could be uh, applicable to different things in your life yeah so first things first how much money do you need to quit your job oh right there that's a, that's a left hook you mean jab i didn't even jab yeah so- quitting your job flushing <laughs> that job right what is yeah. what's your number to do that yeah so really you have to think about okay what are my monthly bills yeah budget 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 um, how much do I need to make to cover all the extra stuff like going out to eat and gas and groceries and things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, how much money do you need for just living? Yeah. So once you figure out that number, then you can figure out how much you need to make in your business in order to replace your income. What is your current job giving you? What are you currently earning that you can replace? And so if you're making $100,000, then you're going to need to build a $100,000 business. Well, actually, probably more than a $100,000 business because you have to be able to pay yourself $100,000 if that's what you want to continue to make. Yeah. And this number here, everybody thinks that, okay, well, um, I make 80 grand a year right now, so I need to make 80 grand, right? That's the simple way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. The truth is, are you making 80 grand and just more or less breaking even? Right. Are you, is your whole life, like on your obituary, does it say, I mean, he worked really hard his whole life and broke even. He had nothing to show for it at the end of the day. A lot of people live like that. I think 97% of Americans or something crazy. I know that number's kind of high. It's ridiculous amount of people live off what they make. That's what they, that's a, every month they make five grand and they literally live off the five grand. Right. They don't have a penny left over. And that's why when the, uh, they blame it on the devil. And he pops your tires. Really, it's just a nail, right? It's just a nail you drove by construction and you got you need a new tire. Uh, credit card, right? We right. did this plenty of times. We oh, got yeah. so for, many times. Yeah, for years we were getting these thirty dollar used tires. And of course the cars and they kept popping. Yeah. Right? That felt so good the day we like, hey, we have money in the account, we're sliding everywhere in the snow, 
I'm going to buy four new tires tomorrow. We paid for it in cash. And boy, I mean, it really felt nice. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the money to do that. And because every other time the you know, the devil took out our tires <laughs> and people want to give him too much credit. And then, uh, how about that? So how about, okay, I make 80 grand a year, but to be comfortable, I need an increase in insurance cause I'm going to lose my benefits. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to make, put 10% of that into the savings account every month. So I need to put that in there too. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to grow. Right. A business can't run on zero all the time. I t I'll tell you that. Cause that's what we did. We did that. We literally would make, and we got slapped yeah. in the face. Yeah. We hard. would really make seven, $8,000 every two weeks. And we would, it would be literally at like 500 bucks. That would be whatever was left in the account because we put it all back into the business. Right. Mm -hmm. And we paid ourselves, paid, put the rest back into the business. We did it all the time. And you know what happened? Eventually, Amazon gave us, the, you know, the pimp slap. And <laughs> we were set back. And we had no money because it was all locked up in product at Amazon. Yeah. So have that extra money aside, right? Have an emergency fund of six times of your, uh, you know, going back to Dave Ramsey, six times your income. Have that in the bank. That should be your number for that. Yep. Plus, I need to make whatever I'm making now plus a... 20% more because I need to pay for my own healthcare insurance, dental insurance, whatever you need. I want to make sure I take care of uh, all the issues that do come up, the uh, tire failures and engine failures and doctor appointments and whatever just comes up. Stuff just happens. Just life, yeah. Right? I want to have uh, what they used to call them in Robert Kiyosaki's uh, cash flow quadrant. Do you remember that? Or a cash flow game? I don't remember. Zing, zings, wing, wing. I forgot what they call it. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, okay, well, I'm going to make a good point there. But yes, everyday life, stuff happens. Maybe figure out, okay, I need to make 120% of whatever I need. That was the worst thing. When I had to go back to Maine and get a job, uh, well, well, I guess I guess it wasn't even that long ago, a year ago, 18 months ago, whatever it was. Yeah. I had a, our business was doing fantastic. We just almost did 400 grand in sales that year. And we were trying to be a million dollar company, right? And we kept putting everything back in. We got shut down. We literally did whatever we could to make money. And we were making money. We were making something like $5,000 a month. But our cost of living was like $5,000 a month because all of our credit cards were maxed out yeah. for putting the money back into the business. We were using, we were getting those points, getting one over on Capital One <laughs> and you know, taking advantage of the system. No, we we're getting screwed at that point because now we have credit card bills, which we never had. Yeah. And now we have no money in the bank because of this. So we're making enough money to break even. And that's like the, that's like purgatory. That's the worst. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. Can't, you literally are working your butt off constantly to have nothing to show for it. Yeah. You paid all your bills. So they're all, they're, they're happy. Not one of them sent you a thank you card and you're just sitting <laughs> over here broke. Yeah. Yeah. So know your numbers in know depth. Know your numbers for sure. All right. Another good one. Um, what do you, how much money do you need to make to hit a certain goal? So say your goal is to get a down payment for a car or a house. Know that number. What does the house look like? What, uh, what features do you need in that house and how much is that going to cost you? You know, what features are in the car that you want? Is it a Mercedes? Is it a Honda? Is it an SUV? Is it a two door uh, sports car? Figure out exactly what you want, exactly what you need. Because at this point in our family, we need a big SUV. Yeah. We just, our car is too small. It's an SUV, but it's a smaller one. And like, if we travel, we have to strap kids to the roof uh, just to fit the <laughs> luggage. <laughs> oh, switch that. We have to strap the luggage to the roof just to uh, be able to fit the kids. Yeah. No kids <laughs> are on the roof. No kids on the roof. That's a joke. Um, but 
so for us, we were, you know, kind of looking around trying to figure out, are we going to get a new SUV? And if so, what's our number? So how much money do we need to make or what bills do we need to pay off in order to move money so that we can get that? Um, or how much money are we going to save or pull out of our savings? So these are all things that we have to think about too. So think about what's your number to hit your goals in order to get what you want. Yeah. And that's, First things first, um, no, uh, okay, let's go back to the car. That's what Ty talked about, a car and a house. We'll talk about both of them. Go to a car. How much money can you afford to pay for a payment? And can you afford that anyway? Right. right? And whole Without point is, credit cards. Yeah, the whole point is you don't want to jump into a car and say, okay, my budget's $300 a month, but, um, oh, I might be able to make it a little bit higher. And, well, insurance went up because of the sports car, and it's not really necessary because you have three kids, but let's go ahead and get it anyway, right? <laughs> Right. That's my life. And then uh, how much money do you need to put down to make sure that you can afford that monthly payment? And is it really something you want? Make sure you want it, obviously, right? But then know your numbers. Is it going to be worth it in a year? What's the value of that car in a year? The worst thing me and Talia did was, uh, what, three years ago when we had to buy, or four years ago when we had to buy our SUV, we had terrible credit. Yeah. Like, Talia didn't have credit, and my credit was awful, but two cars blew up in the same day and we had to buy an SUV. The worst. So we got a extremely high interest loan, which we're still paying on four years later. And it's a ridiculous payment. But yeah. We have to have a vehicle. And at this point it's worth less than I still owe on it after all these years. Yeah. So there's gotta be a better way to do it. So we made a drastic decision. I don't know if we really, I regret doing it, but not so much because we needed it. Right. Right. So crap happens, you just got to do it. Yeah. But I think that, you know, you need to know your numbers to know that really, like, it, our car payment is $460 a month right now. We have one car we own, we a payment. That's a massive difference in our cost of living. So me and Ty are mapping things out. I'm like, hopefully Christmas, we're just going to pay this stupid thing off, and we're going to pay off a credit card, and all of a sudden our cost of living is, well, one thing, all of our credit, all of our, we'll be completely done. Yeah. We have no debt at that point, except besides student, student loans. besides student loans, which are deferred. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the next step. But our cost of living will be literally $600 or $700 cheaper every month. That's kind of, that's ridiculous, yeah. right? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. No kidding. But yeah. Oh, house. Same thing. If you're going to be buying a house. Oh yeah. Car. Just go test drive it first. Make sure you want it. Yeah. Right. The house. Go walk through a model home. Go walk through this. See what you can't live without, what you can live, you know, what you can live with. Um, we've got, had houses that were huge and we were like, we need to get a smaller house cause this house is unmanageable. And then somehow we keep getting these big houses cause we got another unmanageable house. It seems like now. <laughs> yeah, that our kids are just bad, but yeah, go step in the house, look at the options, figure out what is your credit score? Can you afford it? What's that number? Yeah, Know your number. What's your credit score? Can you afford to get the car because you can get a 1% interest rate? Because you're, you know, 700 something credit score like I have today, <laughs> 730 almost, and uh, which was uh, 540 like uh, a year ago. Yeah. So yeah, we, we go listen to that podcast. We we made one about re- increasing your credit. Um, or your house? Can you afford? Can you even get a house? Because your credit score sucks. Or if it is, if you waited and paid mm-hmm. off a little bit of debt. And then now and put down 10% or 20%. That way you had a, what what they call it? A got rid of personal mortgage insurance. You would save so much more money and you have a much cheaper rent or mortgage. And uh, yeah, you'd feel better because people aren't just 
doesn't feel like you're renting a house. I look at my house like we're staying at the Marriott, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I look at I look at a Marriott. I'm like, I like this place. How much would it cost us to live here? <laughs> and that's the way I feel about the house. I look at it, I'm like, we spend you know sixty dollars a day to live here, even if we're not even here. So we <laughs> yeah. need to make sure the house stays afloat and looks better because it's driving me crazy because we're spending so much money. But a house that's falling apart. Well, not falling apart, but <laughs> four kids that don't take very good care of anything. <laughs> I <right>. digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now you need to consider how many hours do you work for someone else? And how many hours are you working for yourself? Can you increase the number of hours you're working for yourself? So what's that number? How much can you possibly work? Now, don't neglect your family. Don't neglect things that are important to you. But realize that the time that you're spending building your business is going to add up and equal into the day that you can call for freedom, right? And say, I quit. So how many hours, what's your number and how many hours that you need to put into your business in order to hit your goal um, daily and over time so that you can finally have your day of freedom. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be different for everybody. Um, yeah. People are always unrealistic about self-employment. Me and Taya traded working 40 hours a week for working like, um, you know, and let's be honest, sometimes it's like 30 hours a week. Yeah. But on average, it's probably 60. Right. And sometimes it's a hundred. Yeah. Sometimes we literally work Depends on the season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fourth quarter, we'll probably work sun up to sundown every day of the week. And not even sundown. I'm talking like way to heck down. Way down. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking, you know, we'll probably work when school will wait, when school will be in, we'll work every day from well, waking up at seven to put the kids on the bus. We'll probably be going to bed at one, two in the morning and we'll be making a ton of money and it's all going to be worth it. Yeah. But you always strike while the iron's hot. We've made a podcast about that. It's like, we have nothing left to teach you. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally, you gotta, it's, it's a lot of work, but you have to know what's your time worth. And I mean, how many hours you're uh, willing to work, especially being self-employed, right? Or yeah. how many, how about if you're not self-employed, how many hours are, do you need to work to continue making so much money on the side? Right? So if I got a job tomorrow making, I don't know, $70,000, I would then look at it and say, is this going to affect my eBay business where we could potentially make $60,000 working part-time? Can right. I really, can I still maintain that? Cause people think I'll just do this and this. It's really liberating to say, I have a job. I make this much money, but on the side, I, you know, working these many hours, I make, you know, $3,000 a month with that 20 some thousand a year. Yeah. And then they say, I can do this full time. If maybe if you have the money, aside so you can actually do it right <laughs> yeah because easy way to do it you take if you never have to touch rebate money keep flipping it over and whatever that's another story but know your numbers yeah can you make it work yeah so you know really think about all these questions we're asking you because i mean these are questions that we have to talk about almost daily about what you know how much how much we're making how many items we're selling are we you know, adjusting our pricing, knowing what your pricing is. That's another number that you have to pay attention to. Like if we're looking at our Amazon sales and they're slow, we have to look, okay. So is it that we have a little bit of in inventory or is it that we need to adjust our pricing because our numbers are off? Your numbers could be off by 10% and you could be missing a sale. 
your numbers could be off by 50% and you could be missing a sale. And that's where that 100% margins always come into play for us. As long as we know we have that, we know our numbers, we know where we need to be, and we know where our profit's gonna be if we adjust our pricing in a certain way. So that's another area where you need to pay attention to your numbers. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Today's episode is pretty simple. Do you have anything else, honey? No, and this is just for everything. I know I've kind of blabbered on too much about everything else, but <laughs> just kind of know, I mean, simple things. Me and Ty have a dream wall in front of our desk right now, right? This is where we record all of our podcasts, where Ty does most of our inventory, where I do all my eBay selling. It's right here in front of our big computer desk. And it has in front of it the stuff that we want, right? It's not necessities, but it's just stuff that we want to strive to hit, right? Yeah. We want to buy a Roomba vacuum cleaner, probably, probably two of them. Yeah. Right, one for upstairs, one for downstairs. That's on the wall. That's a maid is on the wall, a little, like, look like Alice from the uh, Brady Bunch. <laughs> She's up there, you know? Somebody to come and just pick up, clean up, whatever the heck they do. That's what's on the wall, right? Um, being a, uh, oh, one of my MR2, my Toyota MR2 Turbo that I want to get that I had when I was a kid. I want to get another one, right? A Cancun vacation, right? Cabo yeah. vacation too, to go back to Cabo. Our Mercedes Airstream, which is like a RV Mercedes. It's huge and it seats nine people, which would be perfect because we drive, do a lot of uh, business driving and do a ton of family, uh, family trips. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. House in um, Florida. That's something I want because I have family in Florida. We want to be there as much as possible to hang out with them, right? Yep. This is stuff we want. And obviously buying a new house. That one there, I can almost, I can also, I could wait. I'll tell you what, if you're making, what, three to four times more than you really want, I bet you probably don't care about the house. Yeah. Like to me and Talia, like we've always, we've always had enough, but never like, we've never been like so well off or like we're freaking loaded. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's kind of where, eventually want to be just for the fact that we can breathe easy because me and Talia work incredibly hard all the time. Yeah. So having something, uh, the house probably is more long-term than anything else, even though, yeah, we're renting, we're throwing money away, blah, blah, blah. The truth is, I mean, it wouldn't even matter if it wasn't that big of a chunk of our cost of living. Right. Right. If if we're, you know, our cost, our rent is 1850 a month. I'll say it out loud. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> but if, you know, we made 18,500 a month, that 10% wouldn't be anything, right? right? Exactly. It's like a $500 car payment sucks when it's, you know, you make $2,500 a month, but if you make 20 grand a month, really not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I would encourage you guys just like Mike kind of made the point. If, if you look at your numbers, look at what you pay for your car, look at what you pay for your house, look at what you pay for uh, internet and all this other stuff that we all need and want. And you do a percentage, break it down into percentages. Look at what percent of your income is going towards your house. What percent of your income is going towards your car, your internet, your cable, your, uh, memberships to whatever and figure out like, man, am I really, am I spending too much of the percent of my income on certain things? And make an adjustment if you can, you know, when you're able, if you're in a lease and obviously, you know, you're kind of stuck for a year, but, you know, figure out how you can make adjustments to kind of increase the percentage that you're saving Mm -hmm. versus, or the percentage that you're investing into your business. You know, think about those numbers. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I look at the, um, 
look, look at people when they, they see people driving Lamborghinis and Ferraris and they always look at them like, what a jerk. The guy's driving this, you know, fancy car showing off. He might make a million bucks a year. And that car is literally a drop in the bucket compared to that. His, his cost of living, that Ferrari might be the drop, like literally like the equivalent for you buying a, uh, you know, a new dress shirt. It's really that bad. Right. Yeah. So if you're making 30 grand a year and you have a $30,000 Lexus, then really who's the jerk, right? <laughs> I want to use a different word there, but yeah, who's, who's really being irresponsible. Right. Right. So if you, <laughs> yeah, just no one wants to, no one wants to hear that. Right. But we see people all the time that literally I look at them like they got a much better car than we do. And they live in a nicer house than we do. And they make, they don't even make any money. How the heck are they even doing it? Like I envy the materialistic things that they might have, but I don't envy their situation yeah at all yeah so and like i said we're not like going crazy perfect like but hey we got two more things to pay off and then a student loan time you know the point of really just knocking crap out and then we have thousands and thousands of dollars of open credit if we need it for quote-unquote buying power (laughs) which we won't use ever again (laughs) never again all right guys we hope you got something out of this we hope that you're looking at your numbers know what your numbers are figure them out guys um, and if you don't know, and if you want my number, it's eight six seven five three zero nine. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care, guys. Love you. Bye.